Αγαπητοί φίλοι, please, uh, if you allow me, let's get started. We have um, a very nice lunch for you, but also a packed agenda. And I want to leave enough time for you to have lunch. So I'm uh, Nicolas Bornels of Capital Inc. I'd like to welcome you all to uh, the 24th. Actually, my sister Olga should be up here with me, but Olga is um, making sure everybody comes in. Anyway. Olga, you want to you come and join me? Ella. So, uh, Olga and I would like to thank you all for being here today. It's year 24. So, the big one is next year, year 25. Uh, this event aims to raise the awareness of Greece as a business and investment destination to an international audience. We are having this event uh, every year, regardless of the political and economic uh, situation in Greece. I'm not going to speak long. I'll simply say it takes a lot of effort and soul to do this. And we are gratified that uh, putting this together, we have uh, great uh, organizations that over the years we have become friends with, and they give us their trust and support. This event is organized. It's an international summit about Greece in New York, organized this year in cooperation with the New York Stock Exchange, the Athens Stock Exchange, and major global investment banks. Uh, I would like to thank uh, the ministers from the Greek government and the U.S. government. I'd like to thank all the corporate CEOs and investors, everybody who came, and above all the sponsors who make this event uh, a possibility. Uh, I'm not going to speak much longer. Uh, I will start with a message from our prime minister. I say our prime minister because I'm both Greek and American, being Greek-American, so I can still look at Mitsotakis as... Uh, <laughs> so let's have the... Um, the method from the Prime Minister. If we Dear can, friends, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the fourth time I've had the opportunity to address the annual Capital League Conference as Prime Minister. And I'm more confident today than ever before that Greece is on the right track. As we head towards 2023, we sit at the top tier of European Union countries when it comes to growth. 8.4% in 2021 and 5.6% in 2022 according to the latest projections. Unemployment continues to move downwards. Indeed, it has dropped about five points to the lowest level since 2010. Last year proved a record year for inward foreign direct investments, worth some 5.3 billion euros. We're on track to break that record again in 2022. And according to the latest official EU forecast, by the end of 2023, Greece is expected to be the EU country with the biggest cumulative decline in debt as a percentage of GDP since 2019. We are proud of what has been achieved and believe there is much more to come. The credit for this progress lies with the Greek people and Greek businesses. It is progress that has been achieved in an incredibly short period of time. In spite of the headwinds and the multiple crises we have faced, Greek companies have proved to be resilient throughout and are now much more globally competitive. Exports have more than doubled to reach nearly half of GDP, a level higher than many other EU countries. The vast majority of Greek citizens, despite the hardships they went through, have shown a level of maturity 
that has enabled Greece to remain at the center of the EU. And thanks to their choices and their endeavors, populism was thankfully defeated in Greece. But it is equally true that change would not have come as rapidly without the structural reforms that we have put in place over the last three years, with ne nearly 400 bills voted through Parliament. Reforms that have removed unnecessary obstacles, eased the tax burden of businesses and citizens, and dealt with long-standing deficiencies of the Greek state. It's no coincidence that Greece topped the Economist Intelligence Unit list of countries that saw the biggest improvement in their business environment over the past few years. Ladies and gentlemen, while Greece's standing in the world has changed significantly for the better, we cannot ignore the fact that we live in a turbulent world. Inflation has reached multi-decade highs across the globe. Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine has contributed to an energy crisis that puts all our economies under pressure. And political instability is once again on the rise in many parts of the world. Against all that, Greece is much better prepared to deal with a difficult 2023. We are projecting continued economic growth of 1.8% despite the global economic turmoil. Our fiscal house is in order and our appetite for reforms continues unabated. As you all know, 2023 is also an election year for Greece. And we're confident that the Greek people will renew their trust in us and that the course we have set over the past three years will not be derailed. Because good policies do matter. They have a real effect on people's lives. And despite the multiple crises we have faced, the results of those policies are showing through. More than ever, this is the time to invest in Greece. We have proven we can deliver change. Be in no doubt, we will continue on the path of stability, consistency and reform. Because only that path will continue to grow our economy and because only that path will make our country stronger. Thank you. Dear friends, before I proceed uh, to acknowledge our next speaker, I'd like to say a huge thanks uh, from Olga and me to our staff at CapitalLink. And if you allow me, I'd like to uh, recognize uh, Eleni Bay, uh, who has been really the main... Eleni has endured uh, more than 20 years of uh, me and Olga, so thank you, Eleni, for really uh, making our life uh, easy with this one. Um, now, yesterday, we were honored to ring the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange. If we can go, if we can show a picture, uh, a short video of this, uh, you can see the New York Stock Exchange having the big flag.
what a move, what a moving. And with that, dear friends, I'd like to uh, invite uh, to the podium John Tuttle, but as he's making his way to the podium, I'd like to say two things. Number one, you know who your friends are when things are tough. And number two, deeds speak louder than words. Dear friends, we all know we, we are all proud Greeks or Greek Americans, but we all know that there have been moments when our pride was difficult to, we had to swallow our pride. Greece was not making the headlines for the right reasons. It was a tough time for Greece. The New York Stock Exchange has continued to put its name next to this forum and to deliver the bell for over 18 years. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's probably the only country day that uh, is taking place at the New York Stock Exchange. So with all due respect, if there is one person we can call a friend of Greece, this is John Tuttle. And uh, I'd like to thank from the bottom of my, of my heart the New York Stock Exchange for the enduring support year after year to uh, not only to the Capitaling Forum, but to the Greek shipping community, to the Greek business community, to Greece. John, please take the podium. Well, thank you so much, Nicholas and, and Olga. And it's a pleasure to be back here at the Capital Inc. Invest in Greece Forum. Some of us that were at the stock exchange yesterday were joking that there are some wonderful traditions, December traditions here in New York City. You have ice skating right behind us at Central Park. You have the tree at Rockefeller Center. And of course, you have the Capital Inc. Invest in Greece Forum. So this is something we look forward to every year. And this year in particular, I mean, the agenda is timely, it's topical, it hits on a lot of the issues that investors and business leaders are thinking through. And also it's a forum to bring together leaders from the public sector and private sector to not only share ideas and build relationships, but ultimately drive outcomes. And that's what we're very much focused on. We've been very proud to be a partner of Greece for many, for decades now, and are home to 11 of Greece's greatest companies that are listed on the New York Stock Exchange. You know, it's a wonderful opportunity and venue for them to be able to access capital that they can use to grow and expand their businesses and to launch into new geographies. But also, and importantly, it's an opportunity for investors here in the United States and around the world. It provides an avenue to invest in Greece. So we are thrilled to be here. It's a, it's a treat. Congratulations. We have some big plans in store for the 25th anniversary. And, uh, and, and thank you all for being here today. And thank you for the opportunity, Nicholas and Olga. John, thank you. Thank you. Really, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Clearly, you know, having the New York Stock Exchange as one of the partners of this event elevates it to a, a great height. But we are also honored this year to have with us the Athens Stock Exchange back on with us uh, organizing this event. Uh, the Athens Stock Exchange has a new leadership, a person of great expertise and vision, and we are absolutely delighted uh, that uh, Mr. Yanos Kontopoulos, the new CEO, actually not new anymore, uh, you've been there for nine months, uh, is one of the supporting the forum, co-organizing with him, and we are deeply grateful and honored to have him with us. Thank you. Uh, Nikos, thank you really very much for the introduction and uh, congratulations to you and Olga and the whole Capital Link team for organizing such an amazing event. 
I'm glad uh, I'm not competing against Brazil right now, or I should say better against Croatia. Uh, but uh, look, we are very happy to sponsor this incredible gathering of the most prominent members of the Greek American entrepreneurship. So on behalf of the Greek stock exchange team, Kalispera, good afternoon and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to all of you who traveled to New York as we did to join us here. We're very happy to be here with you in this 24th Capital Link Invest in Greece Forum. Also, dear ministers and excellencies, welcome and thank you for supporting this initiative and for being part of this exceptional event. As you may know, for me, it is my first year participating in the conference, as this is my first year in the Athens Stock Exchange. This, this year has been a remarkable year for us, and I'm confident that with the support of everyone, it's going to be the beginning of a new era. In 2022, we have made a lot of progress. The Athens Stock Exchange is performing at the top of the most international index rankings. We have put together a solid strategy for growth, and we're working nonstop to reestablish the Athens Stock Exchange as one of the leading regional financial institutions in Europe. In addition, we have a growing pipeline of new listings, and we are looking forward to serving new and dynamic companies interested in unlocking new sources of funding through primary or joint listings in the Athens Stock Exchange. Our strategy is aligned with a national strategy for the development of the Greek capital market. We are working in close collaboration with the Ministry of Finance and the Ministry of Development and Investments, as well as with EBRD and other European bodies, to shape an attractive institutional backdrop that will foster new interestful inter listings in the Athens Stock Exchange. Going forward in 2023, we will continue our efforts for the growth of the Athens Stock Exchange as we share the view that a strong capital market is fundamental in the sustainable growth of the Greek economy. Thank you all for listening. I'm looking forward to meeting you all in person. Nikos, again, congratulations, and to the whole capital team. Thank you. Tonight we have the opportunity to recognize Mr. Panos Papazoglou at the special dinner closing the forum, and Mr. Kontopoulos will be the keynote speaker, along with our ambassador, Mr. Alexander Papadopoulou and Mr. Kalafatis. Um, and now, dear friends, allow me to uh, present Nick Sakos. Nick Sakos doesn't need the presentation, and he's not a friend of Greece, he's Greek. Uh, but he is a friend of Capital Inc. He has been supporting uh, not only this event for over 20 years, but everything we do globally. Uh, and I'm grateful that uh, Nick is with us. Uh, so thank please you. join us. And again, thank you for your support. Thank you. Well, thank you, Nicholas. Thank you, Olga, Your Excellencies. I will be very brief because I know most of you want to watch the World Cup or part of it. So I know I do. And hopefully... This, this screen is going to turn. We're going to watch Holland-Argentina after your speech uh, right now. Well, it's always a pleasure to host uh, through Nick and Olga, so many of you here today. And uh, with your tenacious efforts, you have been able to keep all of us linked, uh, uh, capital linked, during these uh, very troubling times. What a difference a year can make. Last Christmas, as the song goes, the famous songs, I was here hoping and telling everybody that the worst is over. The epidemic was slowing down. Uh, people were started flying. Commerce uh, was starting uh, happening. And we were all looking for a much more hopeful beginning in the horizon. What we would never have expected 
it was that in three months later, a new scarier challenge has appeared, like the invasion of Ukraine. Uh, and in, his, uh, in these uncharted waters, as uh, His Excellency Ambassador Payet mentioned, Greek shipping uh, has taken the task to keep Europe and the world energized and warm in this cold winter, uh, currently carrying between 25 and 30 percent of the new dis displaced oil around the world. However, shipping and trade uh, actually flourish in peaceful times, and I say this over and over again, and we hope we can get to those again. Before I finish, I would like also to thank and welcome the Greek, Greek Dream Team that is here. And, uh, and uh, it's so good to have uh, all, of, uh, all of you here, um, uh, Mr. Staikouras, Mr. Georgiadis, Mr. Skrekas, Mr. Hilakakos. Uh, and I think one of the things we would like to thank you is uh, that you do not only keep the Greek you, cannot, you do not only keep the Greek economy growing in these very turbulent waters, but you help Greek-U.S. listed companies grow their surprise. And I have proof of your uh, being good luck. So this is a picture of, of the team, and this is December 2019. Nico, please, because it's like, what is the surprise of 10? Well, it was... Okay, so half blind... So it's uh, yeah three dollars. It was the sale price was so low you cannot see it. Three dollars forty-seven cents. And now I can put my glasses on. A year, a year again. Here's the team. Plus we had the lady. And uh, the sale price ten ninety-five. And thanks to your very quick photographic approach, yesterday the dream team back on the floor seventeen oh five. So. So please, please come more often. Come more often. Thank you very much. Happy Christmas to everybody, and uh, thank you for being here. Nico, thank you. Thank you. Nico, thank you very much. I always forget. I will forget. I was afraid I'll forget somebody, but clearly we have Minister Staikouras, we have uh, Minister Georgiadis, uh, Minister Skrakas of Energy, we have uh, Minister Skilakakis. We have uh, uh, Governor Pichilis, um, Mr. Anastasopoulou, Mr. Tsakiris. So we have really a, a big dream team. Uh, great to have, uh, to have everybody with us. Uh, and also we have the, uh, our Greek ambassador, uh, Mr. Alexander Padopoulou, and the new Consul General in New York, um, Mr. Dinos Kosandinou. And, of course, from the U.S. side, we have um, uh, Assistant Secretary uh, uh, Jeffrey Pyatt, who is, uh, you all know him, the longest-serving uh, U.S. ambassador to Greece, and now he has a new position, and Erika Olson, who is Deputy Assistant Secretary for Eurasian Affairs and in charge of Greece. So, really, uh, top-level team. Thank you. And now I will kindly ask uh, our uh, main sponsor, uh, Takis Georgakopoulos, I think we lost Takis, here you are, <laughs> to, to come and take over. I'd like to thank him for uh, being the main uh, sponsor this year, and uh, they're making a big commitment to Greece, so Takis, the floor is yours. Thank you very much. 
And uh, hi, everyone. So first of all, let me say I've been in uh, the US for 24 years, exactly. And this is the first time I get invited. Also, it's the first time JP Morgan gets invited. Anyway, I'm hoping it's the first of many. So uh, great to see all of you. I think many people already spoke a little bit about how different the world is today from, uh, <clears throat> from a year ago. Uh, it's not just that last year everyone was talking about COVID, how long will zero interest rates last, <clears throat> how high will the stock market go, how high will fintechs go, how high will Bitcoin go. And fast forward a year later, and all of those things are exactly the reverse, right? No one talks about COVID except my mother who tells me to be careful and stay home. Um, no one, fintechs are down 50 to 90%. SBF went from being the next Warren Buffett to you know, having to testify in Congress about what's happening and so on and so forth. <clears throat> but in, in the real world and in the real economy, interest rates are high, inflation is high, commodity prices are high, there is a war in, uh, in the Ukraine, <clears throat> and there are fears of recession both in the US and in Europe. And, Different people divide, de de debate the severity of all of those events, but overall it looks like a, a pretty negative environment. And I'm, I'm very happy, not just as a Greek, but also as part of JP Morgan, who is investing in Greece, to see that Greece <coughs> seems to be weathering all of those things really well. We heard the prime minister before, not just in terms of growth and the ability to attract investments, but also in terms of the stability and consistency that we see year after year in the country which is exactly what we are looking for when we are making long-term investments. <clears throat> so I run the payments business of JP Morgan. Like everything else at JP Morgan, the payments business is an extraordinarily large business uh, that, moves, uh, that moves money around the world in essentially every country, every currency, and every method of payment. Um, if you move a dollar from anywhere to anywhere else in the world, chances are that dollar has passed through the JP Morgan infrastructure. We move $10 trillion every day, and we represent a very significant portion to all cross-border flows. At the same time, in order to connect to all of those payment systems around the world, we spend, as a bank, more than $10 billion in technology every year. So more than anything else, we are a technology company, and we've been investing like a technology company year after year. And as such, and because the pace of innovation continues to accelerate no matter what happens to the stock market, we spend a lot of time thinking about ways to bring in new talent and new capabilities to the organization because we recognize that just building things in-house is never fast enough. And in that context, we are very happy to be making two uh, significant investments in Greece. The first, which we announced earlier this year, and hopefully we will close in the near future, is an investment in Viva Wallet, which is one of the leading fintechs in Europe that does acquiring across the European Union and Eastern Europe and the UK, and has a number of technological capabilities that we find quite attractive. At the same time, we believe that the quality of engineering talent in Greece is great, and that I'm saying that not just because I actually studied computer science at the Technical University in Athens. We've been able to find extremely good quality talent, and that's the same thing that we saw in Viva. And as we think about some of the cutting-edge innovation in payments, we decided to create an innovation lab in Athens and hire some engineers there to help us develop those things. And it's important to say that all of that is not for Greece. These are all global capabilities for our global platforms. And there are three things that, uh, that this innovation lab is going to do. 
The first one is around mobility. We bought the payments arm of Volkswagen, and we are thinking about what the future of smart cars is going to look like. How will you be able to interact with your car, use your car as a payment system, whether it is to order you know, uh, heated seats or whether it is uh, to order your coffee at Starbucks as you uh, drive by that. And we're going to build a team in Greece to focus on that. The second area we're focusing on is checkout because a lot of our clients are thinking about new ways in which they can interact directly with their consumers. Large companies like Amazon obviously do that on their own, but for smaller companies that want to build a website, want to think about a way to create a compelling checkout experience without having to code all of that, that's something that's a gap in the market and that's a second area that uh, the Greek development team will focus on. And then the third, which is a little bit more futuristic, is the future of cryptography. All of the payment systems in the world right now rely on a certain set of cryptographic rules, which there are two reasons to worry about them. The first reason is that with the evolution of distributed ledger technologies, some of those may not work or need to be improved. And then the second is because of the potential advent of quantum cryptography or quantum computers, they may render those algorithms obsolete. This is really cutting-edge research, so we are looking for kind of PhD-level candidates to help us on that, but that will be the third area. We are going to start with, uh, you know, a goal to have 50 engineers over the next few months, um, and then assuming that works, we will continue to grow it. So with that, I'm going to let you get uh, back to the rest of the program. Again, I want to thank everyone. It's, it's really amazing for me as a Greek to see uh, what the country has achieved over the, neck, over the last few years and to see the stability and growth of the country, which again makes us very comfortable uh, with our continued investment. So thank you very much, all of you, for making it happen. And I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Adonis Georgiadis for the rest. Maybe we can have lunch a little bit, and then we turn it over to Adonis. But by the way, I think one remark I'd like to make is look at Greeks who are really like Takis and so many others around who are at the forefront at very senior positions at uh, major international organizations. So, and they are actually managing, uh, on behalf of these organizations, their investments in Greece. Before I sit down, may I have a picture that I wanted to show up? I have a picture with uh, the stock exchange and uh, the Acropolis. I'm very sorry to uh, ask everyone for your... Uh... <laughs> By the way, before I call Minister Georgiadis to the podium, I would like to share a picture. Can you please put up the picture? So this picture goes back 21 years uh, with uh, Panayot Alexakis, the president of the Athens Exchange at the time, and Dick Grasso. So now, since we have here... John Tuttle and uh, Janos Kontopoulos. So maybe next year when we have the 25th uh, Capitaling Forum, I can have an updated picture. <laughs>
So anyway, I just want to share it with you. It's a trip down memory lane, and uh, and we can put up the uh, back the the regular. So, Mr. Georgiadis, thank you for being with us. Uh, delighted to have him. I'm not going to say anything. He will say everything. All I will say is that uh, here we have a person who delivers. Uh, and uh, someone who talks about what he, what he has done, what he has achieved, and therefore creates absolutely the confidence that whatever he has in the pipeline will be delivered. So, Mr. Minister, thank you for being with us. We are really gratified to have you with us. First of all, I want to say how happy I am being with all of you distinguished yesterday here in New York. It's my third speech, my dear friend Jeffrey, my third speech as Minister of Development and Investment in the Capital Link. I want to congratulate Nick and Olga, Olga and Nick. They are really helping Greece all these decades to do wonderful things and go our beloved country one step forward. And I want a very warm clapping for them. You are doing a fantastic job. But since I have to speak a little bit about our term in the government, because you know 2023 will be an election year, I'm not very worried about how many votes New Democracy would take if we had elections in this room. I presume 100%. But we have to find a way to explain to the Greek people what exactly you have done these three years in the government. And I can tell you something that Nick may correct me. All the investments that came from the United States to Greece in the last 21 Capital Link Forum are less than the investment we attract from the United States in Greece in the recent three years. And I think this shows the level of the hard work we all done in the government. It's not just a personal success of mine as Minister of Development. I have to tell you that Mrs. Taikouras left, but we are doing many, many things together almost every day because the two ministries are working together for many, many things, and I want to thank him for that. And of course, Mrs. Krekas, who is here, and uh, maybe 10 times per day we call each other to solve issues. You understand that energy was always very important, but, but after the war of Ukraine, it has been uh, maybe the key factor of all the investments. And for good reasons and for bad reasons, to be honest, and I will explain to you a little bit why it's also good. So it's a teamwork, but it produces results. And uh, I will tell you the secret of this success, because you know, after, after me, Nick Stathopoulos will take the floor. Nick Stathopoulos is not only one of my friends, but he's one of the biggest investors in the country. He has done a lot, of, a lot of things in the country. And he knows that, yes, we deliver because we are trying to send a very clear signal to all the investors. We believe that investments are coming to a country that really wants the investment to come and stay to a country that they are appreciated. 
and the signal our government is sending to any investor throughout the world is that we respect other people's time and money. You will permit me to say some things for Mr. Jeffrey Payat that has the honor, make us the honor to be with us here today. And I will not speak as one of his friends. I think I'm one of his friends. But I will, I will speak of someone that lived these six years in Greece. And what an amazing job you did, Jeffrey, in our country. An amazing job. U.S. U.S. and Greece's relationship were never better. And you really understand how difficult this was some years ago. When I started my political career and I was promoted, promoting that I was a pro-American fan, this was a reason for many people to accuse me and have political fights for that. After Jeffrey Payet's term in Greece, the 90% of our public opinion is pro-American. And this guy played a key role on that, I mean personally. <laughs> and I will tell you how we work together to start this flow of U.S. investments from the United States to Greece when I entered the office. When I had the honor the Prime Minister to appoint me Minister of Development and Investment in Greece, I started to examine why we had such less U.S. investment in the country. We realized soon enough that we were in one list, 301, one list that nobody should be included because Greece was stealing uh, spiritual property from the United States of America. So we came here with Jeffrey on September 19. We made a deal with the U.S. government. We, play, we paid the fees we owned. We were excluded from the list. And then we worked for, for a deal between the two governments, a business deal that we signed with Secretary Pompeo at that time in Thessaloniki that encouraged U.S. investments to Greece in the digital sector and the high technology. Today, as we speak, Three years after of all this effort, see how many things have already done. Microsoft is doing a huge investment with three data centers in Attica. Yesterday, with the Prime Minister, we made the opening ceremony for one big data center, Digital Reality, already built in Koropi, Athens 3. And we issued yesterday the permit for Athens 4, another one big data center from Digital Reality in Athens. Google has announced their own investment, a huge data center in Greece. Amazon Web Services announced and already done one investment in Greece, and they're increasing their investment. Pfizer started in Thessaloniki. Last year, Mr. Bulla was here. And this uh, Pfizer's investment in, in Thessaloniki goes fantastic well. Choose came in Thessaloniki with Deloitte, and they start a huge investment in Thessaloniki. All this didn't happen by accident. They are happening because we showed the rest of the world the competitive advantages Greece has, the great location Greece has, the good people and the good labor force Greece has, and a government that 
had the mandate from the people and had the, the right leadership from the prime minister to be transformed to a very business-friendly country. Mr. Fotakidis is in the room. I want to thank him for being here. And he worked with various governments throughout the years because CVC is a long-term partner and long-term investor in the country, and I really respect and appreciate that. I'm sure if you will ask him, he will tell you that this government is really a business-friendly government. We believe that the future of our country, of our people, will come from the transform of Greece, from this Greece of causing problems, to the Greece that finds solutions. And I will tell you only one story of my term that made me really proud. Some months ago, we had in Zapion Megaron one big fest with our Greek competition committee, and we had invited Mrs. Vestager, the vice president of Commission and the commissioner of Digicom, maybe the most important uh, uh, member of the cabinet of Commission. She came to Athens for a few hours. She took the floor and she said exactly what I'm going to tell you now. Mr. Minister, she said, addressing to me, I have a very heavy schedule. I have invitation to go throughout all the countries of the European Union, a lot of, a lot of work in Brussels. But I wanted to find time and come here in Athens to tell you what you're going to hear now. I'm very proud about Greece because until 2015 and 2016, the only reason for us to talk about Greece in Brussels was either to talk if Greece will stay into the Eurozone or not, either to solve a problem that Greece had and how to find a way to help here. For the recent three years, I, I want to tell you that many times I said to many of your colleagues, do it as Greece doing it. Ms. Vestager said exactly that Greece now is the good example of European Union. And I am very proud that our government managed to do that. <laughs> Many people think that we are going to win the elections because Tsipras and his team is incompetent, or they had a very bad reputation from the past, which all these are true and very gentle. <laughs> but I want to tell you what I really feel. For me, when someone tells me, you are a much better minister than the ministers of Syriza, this doesn't make me feel proud, Nick. <laughs> the truth is, please don't tell me something like that. I'm almost offended because anybody could be a better minister than a minister of Syriza. We want to win the elections because we deserve to win the elections because our prime minister is a really good prime minister and the government did a very hard job in very difficult conditions these three and a half years. And Greece now has already changed the status of the country a lot. Seeing the energy crisis that we deal with now after the illegal invasion Russia did to Ukraine. Suddenly, energy became 
The first one is in European economies. But see what is happening. Greece is in a much better shape than all the northern European countries. All these countries that for decades were showing themselves much more competent and much more well-organized and much better, with better predictions than Greece had, suddenly are on the air because, we have to say that, they never heard the U.S. government throughout the decades that they should diversify their energy sources and not be so binding with Russia. Greece has already did their, our homework. Greece is one of the less dependent from Russian natural gas country. And now we're in a position even of exporting LNG natural gas to neighbor countries, as Bulgaria. This is a small miracle, Jeffrey. Greece is now one of the most important parts of the solution of the energy crisis of Europe. And in the years to come, this will be much faster. See what's happened in the renewable energy era, which is something that unites a lot the two ministries, Mines and Costas Krekas. The investments are coming for renewable energy of Greece are enormous. The truth is, there are more that we can handle. If we didn't have the problem of the grid, I don't know where, where we could stop. Mrs. Kilakakis can tell you that with the fast procedures of licensing the renewable energy production in Greece, this year we saved more than 2 billion euros from our budget from imports of natural gas that we didn't do in these high prices because we managed to produce much more quantities of renewable energy in the country. And this is a big success for Greece. I'm totally confident that in the years to come, we will manage to change the competitive disadvantage that energy still is for our industry and our economy to a competitive advantage. And Theodore Skilakakis of the future will be much more happy with the budget of energy because we have to say that we wouldn't have survived if Mr. Skilakakis was not so efficient in the energy bills. Thank you very much, Mr. Skilakakis, for that. But see what's happening now. Suddenly, investments in the renewable energy sector are much more efficient and much more profitable because of the war and the new environment. And people like my friend, Mr. Sakelaris, who is also in the room, can find the opportunity to come and invest serious money in Greece. We wait you, George, to come more and invest more money to Greece. Sorry, but I have to sell a little bit Greece here, okay? A little bit. You excuse me. <laughs> So, in the renewable energy, Greece has a huge advantage, and we will manage to deliver. This year, I'm sure you follow the statistics of our economy, we'll have a growth rate, our budget says 5.6. I can tell you my estimation, it will be over 6%, 6.2, 6.3 maybe. And uh, this will be one of the best performance throughout European Union for 2022. And we, if we continue with this rhythm, 2023, even though it will be 
a year of recession for Europe and slowdown of the economy because of the crisis, the inflation, the higher rates, Greece will still have growth. We say in our budget 1.8%. I think it will be bigger if we continue to have a stable government, which is a very key factor issue for economy. But we will because we'll win. I have not really worries on that. So we will manage to overcome the crisis in 2023 much better than the most of European countries. And I want to say that because investments are playing a key role in that area. This year, Greece managed to have a tripled record. We have all-time high record in foreign direct investments. It's the second year in a row that we have an all-time record in FDIs. We managed to have for seventh quarters in a row uh, a huge increase of our investment rate and Greece for this period of 21-23 will be the champion in European Union in the speed of the investments of the country, more than any other European country. Of course, there is the argument that 10 years before we had this big crisis and we were deinvested for many years, so the needs were much more. But the reality that the country now attracts huge investments or medium investments in much major scale, this is a reality, and no one, no one can question that. Second record, we have a record of exports. We passed 50 billion euros in exports and more than 20% of our GDP in exports, more than Italy, more than France through GDP and the value of exports, almost similar with Portugal that was always a champion in the recent year in this area, double digit since we had 12 years ago. This is a real proof of the transform of our economy and how much more competitive we are. And third record, we will be the only European country that in 2022 we will have higher revenues of tourist income than 2019, which was until now the best year ever in European tourism. Three records in a year with inflation, with energy crisis, with war, and with a COVID pandemic that hasn't really stopped. For 2023, for 2023, I can tell you now that through our ministry from the strategic investments, we have already approved more than 7.5 billion strategic investments for 2023. And of course, with Mr. Skilakakis from RRF, there is a small miracle there. The way Mr. Skilakakis and his team decided to design how we will spend the part of the loans of RRF, I think it's a world example of how efficient and fast the absorbing of this money has already been done. More than 10 billion euros investment plans have already been approved from the banks for the RRF loan program. So if you add all these investments together, the years to come will be a flourishing years for Greek economy. And I want to tell you that many of you are already investing in Greece, so they know that what we say is real. Some of you are thinking to invest. 
don't lose time. After some period of time, it will be too late. I want to say I'm very happy that J.B. Morgan decided to do this laboratory in Athens. 50 people, computer engineering, being hired by J.P. Morgan is not a small thing for us. The added value for investment like that for the country is much more important. The announcement that J.P. Morgan comes and trusts Greece and our economy for investment like that is fantastic news for me and my career. Thank you very much for that. And I will tell you what I heard yesterday and was publicly announced in the country in the opening ceremony of Digital Realties Athens Third Data Center. The CEO of Digital Realty named me as the doctor of investments. I will, I will uh, say yes to this title because the, the, the main thing I'm doing every day is to see any investment, one by one, if has any kind of problem, not only in the Ministry of Development, but throughout the country, the region, the municipality, everything, and we try to solve it as fast as possible. And since I see my friend George Pizzilis here, I have to say a small story before I give the floor to Mrs. Stathopoulos. When we were elected, it was August 2019, Blackstone came to Greece to buy six hotels. In order this purchase to be closed, they needed something very important for their investment from our tax authorities. It was a very legal and logical request, but it has never been done before in our country. So they came to my office, explained me the problem, and asked me to find a way out because without that, they couldn't close the deal. This was the first time during my term now, I have many more examples to show, that we worked with Mr. Pizzilis together to find a solution. In the beginning, nobody believed that we could really deliver. It has been delivered. The truth is almost the last day of the term. But the important thing is that it has been delivered. The investment was proceeded, done. It proved a fantastic investment for Blackstone, and now they are doing much more. That's the spirit of our government. Problems in investment will occur because life always has problems. Since most of us in the room are Greeks, but I will tell it in English for our foreign friends, if you just try to understand what the word genethlia means in the Greek language, genethlia's birthday. Genethlia, an ancient Greek philosopher explained, that means the day you start to try hard. Athlos is trying hard. That's athleticism. Okay. This is the day that you will start trying hard. The day you will die is the day you go for resting. <laughs> and the in-between period in the ancient Greek language is vios. Vios, you may know vim, vis, the Latin word for power, for strength. Vios means 
you have to have strength to cover all this distance between the day you were born and the day you will die. So the main idea is we will have problems and investments will have problems in any country of the world, in the most business-friendly country in the world. But what our government and our country now can give to you? Reasonable people with good faith that when are going to be needed, they will be there to find solutions to the problem and help you go forward. And I think this spirit that this government has made all the difference and had all these great results until today in a very difficult period, in the pandemic period, in a war period, in an inflation period, Greece managed to stay strong, to change everything, and to show the future with great expectation. I'm sure that if these first four years of Kyriakos Mitsotakis government had such big results to investments, the next four years will be brilliant. And we will be here in the capital link, even if I'm the minister or not, this doesn't make real difference. If you invite me, I will come even if I'm not the minister. <laughs> but we will be happy as Greeks and proud to see the real progress of our country and the years to come. Because we want to make it happen and we will make it happen. Thank you very much. Nico, you're coming to the podium. Adonis, that was a thunderbolt. Uh, that was an amazing speech. Amazing speech. Yeah, amazing speech. So, Nico, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nico Stathopoulos, BC Partners. Nico, I think you are the longest investor in Greece. And, he, and one of the biggest, if not the biggest. So delighted to have you with us. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's do that. Okay, I'll let the minister sit down, but it's very, very, very difficult to follow this act. I'm not sure this was a good idea to have me, to have me speak after Adonis. So, Nicola, I think this was a hospital pass at the toilet in the thing, but anyway. First of all, before I start, and now that you understand why this government is successful, and as I want to say, you know, Warren Buffett, which is by definition for us investors, probably the role model, used to say, without passion, you don't have energy, and without energy, you have nothing. You really understand why this guy, this guy right there, is being so successful in this government and has helped Greece so much. So thank you for everything you're doing, Adam. This is stop. I would also say, I think Nikos Tsakos at, at his previous uh, presentation, apart from the fact that I will remember your share prices forever now, 3, 10 to 17, called the group that we have today in the room the dream team of ministers. I think you're spot on. I think there's a reason why this government has been so successful, and it's because governing is a team sport. It's not actually a single-handled exercise and you need a team and this government does have this team and we have a, a big part of it today. First time I was in Capital Link 
invited by Nico and Olga, who thank you again for doing so. I was looking at my history notes, was in 2007. That was 15 years ago. And you guys have come a long way to, to what we've gone, to have a room like this with all the distinguished speakers. I think you're doing a phenomenal job. Um, I think needless to say, and I totally agree with Nicola in his speech, that you need friends in difficult periods. And there is no doubt that, John, you have been a great friend of this country, of the organizers, and thank you for everything you're doing. Now, I'm naturally not a politician, and it's very difficult to, to follow a very charismatic politician on the podium. Um, so, by the way, I'll have to now rejig my entire speech, Minister Diogiadis, so thank you very much for doing this in the middle of the lunch. But I would say that Minister Yuriadis, or maybe from now on I would call you Dr. Yuriadis. So Doctor clearly outlined uh, the progress that Greece has made in the past three years attracting foreign direct investment. And as the Prime Minister also in his opening speech said, it's been very impressive, especially taking into account where Greece was coming from for all these few years. And um, I think it's, we should take uh, anything we say into a global context because yes of course we're all here today to talk about Greece and how Greece can attract foreign direct investment but Greece is not fighting in the global stage on its own. In, in the global arena they will have to compete, they will have to attract capital that has a choice. So looking at the global perspective is also relevant and unfortunately as we all know the global economic activity had experienced pretty broad and sharper than expected slowdown last year, with inflationary pressures being very high, um, much stronger than anyone has witnessed. And all the, all the indicators that you all know in terms of the cost of living, the fiscal economic tightening, the Russian war and invasion in Ukraine, the China's COVID restrictions, and of course, all the inflation that we've been talking about, which frankly, and I've been in the investing world for the last 25 years, I have never seen inflation like this. And if people like us have been invested in three decades have not seen inflation at these levels, I can tell you that um, this is unprecedented. We haven't experienced this for the last four decades, the levels that we're, we're figuring out now. But the good news is that it looks like this inflation is looking to be moderating. I think it's fair to say that the central banks tightening monetary policy with interest rates hopefully peaking at the moment are also going to make an impact, although the expectation is that a good chunk of the European economy, if not the entire euro area, might be at the risk of a recession next year. Certainly the country I live in, in the UK, there is a very good chance it will be in a recession next year, which means that 2023 is going to be a difficult year. And I think we need to brace ourselves for this because we can have a lot of euphoria, one of my favorite Greek words, um, and, and feel very optimistic. But the truth is, our, the universe globally, our country Greece, is going to be entering into a period of very choppy waters because 23 globally is not going to be great. Now, um, having said all that, I think there is light at the end of the tunnel because, again, as an investor, I can tell you, looking back, in periods where... There have been similar periods of distress post Lehman, for example, for those of you who have been around at the time. The quasi-closure of the market didn't last long um, because the system cannot afford to stop functioning 
for a long period of time. The banks, and we have several of our banking friends here today, need revenues, and investors like ourselves need to deploy capital. And we need to continue to deploy capital. We cannot just sit on the funds and hope for better days. As, as we know, a lot of us, the line is, is life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, is about learning to dance in the rain. So we have to deploy this capital. The banks have to earn revenues. We all need to make So life will go on, and therefore I am optimistic that this bear market that we're all experiencing is not driven by a financial bubble like it was in 2008. It's not driven by a one-off crisis uh, or a shock. It is a function of what seems to be a demand-based inflation, rising interest rates, falling profits, and therefore it's more of an economic cycle. And this economic cycle hopefully will pass. Why? Because a lot of the key indicators that we as investors are looking at are pretty healthy. You know, the, the balance sheets of private companies are strong, the labor market is strong, the capital markets are orderly, and there's a lot of liquidity in the system. So this should hopefully be a short-term uh, slowdown. Now, in that global context, and despite its troubled past, Greece has significant structural competitive advantages. And I'm saying this again as an investor, not as, as, as a government official, somebody who has experienced Greece for better or worse for the last almost 20 years, been investing, and I can still tell you, even 15 years ago when I was in this panel, I was saying that Greece had these structural competitive advantages, I think even more so uh, today more than ever. And I think if you couple these advantages with the pro-growth policies of the current government, I think it will manifest itself of a great economic rebound, as has been the case in recent years, and I think for future of the country. Now, when I talk about the competitive advantages, in my book, there are four of those. First of all is, Greece is a European country, and I hope it remains forever a European country, with stable currency, stable government, and as Minister Yuriel says, a unique geopolitical uh, location. Secondly, has very high quality human capital, which despite the wounds that were opened through the brain drain that happened during the last decade, it makes our country rich in people with much needed ideas, knowledge, skills, and above all, passion and ambition, as I was mentioning earlier on. Thirdly, and I've experienced this as an investor, it has a strong and a very strong um, wealth of small and medium-sized enterprises. And it has a growing community, as it was mentioned earlier, of startups that are led by exceptional founders and management teams. And I think this growing community has the potential to elevate the Greek private sector's productivity and innovation to international standards. It can fuel the growth of our economy in the years to come. And I also think, and we have good examples of this, it can create regional or even global champions in what they do. And fourth, I think it has a great growth potential that is higher than the other countries because it's coming from a, more than a decade of effectively a recession. So Greece is catching up on growth. And timing is very important. You know, the, in my experience, the difference between a good investment and a good company is timing. And I think the timing for Greece and for investing in Greece is now. It has been in the last couple of years. I think this government has shown that it's very pro-investment, and I think the timing of that growth is coming now. So 
I think there's no doubt that the country has started to prove in the last three years that it's not willing but also able to overcome what has held it back for many decades. It has restored incredibility in the global scene, not just with words that we were used to a lot in the past, but with actions. I do think the political stability, the commitment to a sound strategic plan, and the pro-growth policies of the current government have allowed for this spectacular rebound. I, saw, I think we saw also recently that the performance of this economy is very well monitored also by the international markets. And this is not just us, of course, being Greeks and hoping for the best for our home country that the Greece is coming into the global scene. If you look at, it's no coincidence, and I'm not going to comment on JP Morgan now, unfortunately I have to quote Morgan Stanley, so with all um, the, the um, apologies for our JP Morgan friends, but Morgan Stanley recently, as you know, upgraded Greece to overweight as part of its EMEA and APAC allocation framework earlier last week. This was only one of the three countries that Morgan Stanley upgraded. The other one was the United Arab Emirates, and, th and the other one was Mexico. So Greece is in the global scene. What I'm telling you, everyone is noticing. I don't have the monopoly of good judgment. Ultimately, all these are KPIs, all these are facts that the rest of the communities is, is seeing. And that's why I do believe it's the right time to invest in Greece. I used to say, and I continue to do so, that you know, investors don't invest in countries, they invest in companies. But we cannot ignore the macro environment that a, that a company operates in, and I think people are taking note of that. However, and there's always a however, because investors, we tend to be balanced, and we have to be balanced. I would say good is the enemy of great. There is still much room for improvement to attract and facilitate investing in the country, and mainly because I do think the country will be vulnerable in the medium term. There will still be rising financing costs. There will still be high public debt, even though it has reduced materially. The external balance deterioration is, is highly dependent on imports. And we have unsustainable uh, consumption trends. And unfortunately for us, Greece has unfavorable demographics. So these are elements that I think will be potential headwinds for the country, and we should not just ignore them. But I would say one thing, above all, I think the country at the moment needs consistency. There is, um, it needs a stable government that will continue to promote the growth code policies. It needs to have predictable long-term strategic plan. And that means Greece needs that predictable business-friendly environment. We at BC Partners have experienced, as Nicolas Bonozzi said firsthand, frankly, uh, the evolution of Greece as an investment destination, having been a long-standing and a successful investor in the country for a long period of time. We did make a strong investment to invest in Greece. So far, it has paid off. Um, aside from being one of the oldest and largest private equity firms, we have been the largest and longest established investors in the country, have been investing in Greece for 18 years we have so far invested close to 7 billion euros. Having been investing for 18 years means I have seen personally Greece in all its phases. I've seen, I don't even know how many governments in that period of time, how many ministers of development. Actually, I, I don't think I ever bothered meeting anyone else before Mr. Yuriadis was in the seat. Um, and, I, and I can tell you the evolution of this country has been phenomenal. 
And I think the conviction about a country having these competitive advantages that we're talking about is evident not only in the long investment track record, but more importantly, in our conviction to invest in the country during the worst times of Greece. And I'll cite an example that I know it's, it's close. It's an example that probably um, uh, Minister Yuriadis remembers very well, and a lot of you. When in 2015, I would say at the peak of the financial crisis, and at the time where the 10-year Greek government yield bonds were yielding 14%, we, that's the royal we, myself, decided to make an investment in a Greek pharmaceutical company called Pharmathon. We made a 475 million euro investment in that company. At the time, and this is a great statistic um, for you to have, that investment alone, this is 2015, represented 40% of the foreign direct investment in that country. One investment, 40%. What's crucial though is the decision of investing was despite the fact that we know what government was in place and what situation grow, uh, was Greece into debating whether to exit the euro. But it took the vision of a longer-term perspective. And that taking that longer-term perspective and seeing through has proven right because, of course, afterwards we were able to monetize that investment for a substantial gain and become a case study for the, for the country. Why am I saying this? Investors need to have that conviction need to have that vision, need to have the ambition, but they need to have the longer term perspective because we don't invest for the next year. We invest in the future. And Greece needs that longer term perspective. Doesn't need short term gain. Needs that long term perspective. Consistent, we, we believe in Greece actually so much that I ended up raising a very specific, Greek specific fund to invest only in small and medium sized enterprises. With, together with leverage, this could be close to a billion euros. This is, again, if I, say, if I say, and I do believe this, that Greece's big firepower is in, in the small, medium-sized enterprises, we're putting our money where our mouth, where our mouth, where our money, where our money, where our mouth, whatever, you get the, set, the gist, and by raising a fund dedicated to invest in that small and medium-sized enterprise. And when I say that Greece needs longer-term investment, again, I'll cite the example a year ago, we bought Wind, Hellas, the mobile operator. Two years ago, we bought Nova, the pay TV operator. We put them together. And a couple of weeks ago, we announced a 2 billion euro investment in infrastructure in Greece. And infrastructure is important because we're planning to develop a 10 gigabit fiber optic network that will serve almost 5 million Greek citizens and businesses. And I think that will offer affordable broadband to million people. These are investments that I do think will help improve the quality of life of the country, the quality of life of its people, and hopefully they become in profitable investments ourselves because ultimately we're not the Red Cross. We're making the investments in order hopefully to make a capital gain. I will close by saying this. We're not alone in investing in Greece. We have a few uh, of my friends in the room who have also made the same decision. And I would say the entire international community has given that vote of confidence in our country. But we should not forget that the relationship with the markets is a very dynamic one. It's not static. And what we can call a pro-investment climate, this can be constantly being assessed against the performance of other competitive and investment destinations. 
Because we should not forget that investors have a choice where to invest. And Greece still remains a small country in the broader scheme of things in terms of size, but it has these other competitive advantages. So I would say attracting foreign investment is a marathon, it's not a sprint. And it should be more of a long-term goal than a short-term prize. I would say this, and I will close with that. If Greece continues to grow at an attractive rate, if it continues to maintain the trust and credibility it has been able to restore, if it continues to implement the much-required reforms and continue creating that investor-entrepreneurship-friendly environment, I have no doubt that it will continue to attract more foreign investors like us that will help shape the future that this country so much deserves. So thank you very much. By the way, thank you for uh, to Minister Georgiadis, to Nikos, for an amazing duo in terms of, uh, not only of speech, in terms of content. And of course, amazing delivery. Thank you very much. Dear friends, we had a packed program. So thank you very much uh, to all of you that you were with us. Uh, we'll have uh, some photo opportunities. But uh, this afternoon, we have uh, the banking uh, panel. We have the foreign investor panel. And tonight we have a dinner uh, sponsored by Mr. Kalafatis, York Studios. He is bringing Hollywood to Greece, uh, another major investor. So I hope you will join us. Thank you. Brother Joe, who's for us? Sponsor us. Hello, hello, hello.